I know I am not alone here. When I say group projects in school growing up, not a great time. (laughs) Most of the time. Um, My overwhelming experience was that I've always felt like I could go faster if I was just to do it all myself. And um, that yet working as part of a group was often more frustrating than it was satisfying. And if that's not your experience, amazing. Because some of us are made to work in collaboration with other people, made to work in small groups, and some of us aren't. And finding that finding that out through the lens of human design, and I'm talking about the penta here for those of you who know what that means. If you don't, no worries. Um, it gave me a lot of permission to work in the way that I wanted to work and to understand um, some, some of the experiences in my work life before my own business and even after um, when I was running my own business and working in other people's teams um, for how comfortable or uncomfortable that made me feel. So I'm going to share a bit about that today and uh, yeah, let's dive in. Hi, I'm Jackie Johnstone, and welcome to my not podcast, Lumos, where I take all of the things that I'm learning about and that my line one is diving into and line three them and make them practical. I'm a one three sacral manifesting generator for those who know what that means. And this is where I tell stories from my real life and share how concepts like human design can be practically applied, right? So what? Let's take it out of the book and into real life. Grab a cup of tea, pull up a log, join me around the fire, and let's go. Okay, so before I like explain a little bit about, well, what is the pentagon? Why does it matter? Um, I want to tell a story of how this has really like clearly shown up in my life because that's what I do here, right? (laughs) Make it concrete. So when I was coming back from maternity leave with Cameron, so I guess probably like 2016, I, um, I'd already been in business for like two, three years. Um, but I had taken a ton of time off and basically let go all of my client work. Um, and I had the opportunity to coach inside of one of my mentors programs, group programs, Um, So I was a copywriting coach. It was myself and two other coaches. And um, this was such a fun, looking back, this was such a like, it was me following my design without even realizing it. (laughs) Like I had, I was just coming back from maternity leave and I saw her email. No, she posted in a group, a Facebook group asking for um, copywriting coaches, right? To apply. And I had never even considered that I would want to do that. But something in me was like, Oh, uh right. I didn't have the words for that yet, but that's what happened. I had a gut response to this post and I sent her a message saying, Hey, actually, I think I'm interested. Can you tell me more about it? And she was like, you would be so great. Like, I don't, if you want to do it, you don't even need to do the, like, there was like a (laughs) pretest because like I'd already gone through her program and she knew, you know, what kind of a copywriter I was and, um, and who I was. And so I said yes and jumped into it and it was so fun. I had, I had so much fun and I learned a lot 
from her, from the other coaches I was working with, from the clients I was helping, you know, get clear on who they, you know, who, who they work with and how they help and, you know, writing their elevator pitch and writing sales pages. And, um, it was, it was so fun to be a part of that team. And I did that for, um, three more years, I think. And each year the team grew a little bit because her program was growing, right? So the next year we had more copywriting coaches. And then the last year that I was in the program, they actually split out, um, into a business coaching team, a copywriting coaching team and, uh, kind of life coaching, uh, mindset coaching team. And, um, and actually I was working as part of the business coaching team. So it was, yeah, it was a really interesting experience and I learned a ton being a part of that team. And at the end of that third year, um, when the team had grown quite a bit at that point, we were well beyond a Penta, right? I haven't just really described what that is, but it's three to nine is a Penta. And so the first two years I was in the program, we were well within a Penta. And then that third year we grew to several Pentas, right? This business coaching Penta, the copywriting coaching Penta, the, the mindset coaching Penta. And then of course the like overarching, um, Penta of the leadership team of each of those places coming together. And there was a lot of meetings having to happen to keep everyone coordinated. And by the end of that, uh, third year, if things were starting to, things were starting to feel frustrating for me. And at that point I was already using, I had found human design and I did understand what frustration meant for me. And that, that meant that there was like, there's a red light here. Something was not quite right. And at first when she asked me to come back for a fourth year, I said, yes, absolutely. Um, and then as we got closer to having to actually commit to it, I could feel in my gut that like, it was an, uh, uh, even though, excuse me, even though my mind was like, I loved working for this person. I loved the team. I loved a lot of the perks that we got, um, as being part of the coaching team. Um, and so there were a lot of reasons that my mind was like, what are you doing? Why would you say no to this? Like, this has been such a, an important part of how you bring money in, how you make connections, where clients have come from as well. Like this community is really important to you. And I had all of these not self reasons, but my gut was like, no, uh, uh, it's, it's done. And I did eventually have that conversation. I was able to say, actually, my gut is saying no. And I think it's time for me to leave. And, and everyone involved was fine with that, of course. But like, it was a, yeah, it was a really interesting experience, um, just for following my decision-making strategy and watching when something had run its course. And then I started to go deeper into human design And in the BG5 certification, the final semester, we cover in depth the Penta. And the Penta is, in human design, it's a trans-auric form. So it's just a fancy way of saying it's the group energy, okay, that shows up when you have three or more people together. So when you're just you, you're your design, right? When you're with another person, you have a partnership chart or a companionship chart because you know that your energy and who you are and how you show up show it it, it shows up slightly different depending on who you're with right some people it's easier to partner with some people it's it's harder to collaborate with or partner with and 
when there's three or more people, the energy shifts again and it becomes a penta. And the penta, well, I'm not going to map out exactly what it looks like or all the channels that are involved or all of that human design geek stuff, but it's like, it doesn't take into consideration the whole of your design. It only looks at a small portion of it. And so how comfortable you're going to feel in a group is really dictated by um, whether or not you have things to contribute in that small portion of your chart, whether or not you are somebody who likes to collaborate with other people, okay, split definitions for human design people, um, whether you are a generator or not, because a, the penta is a generative form. So people who are non-sacral types might also feel uncomfortable for long periods of time being inside small groups. And, um, and whether or not, you know, you're what you're contributing inside that penta um, jives with the rest of your design. Like, do you are you okay being managed? Do you need to have a leadership role? Um, there are a bunch of other nuances. So when I started to look at my own design through the lens of the penta, I was like, oh, like I'm not built for it. Um, and there's no absolutes in human design, right? Our strategy and authority, our decision-making strategy is what determines what's right for us. Okay. And it absolutely was correct for me to be part of that coaching team. And just to, I did follow, even though I didn't know I was doing it, I followed my gut into that opportunity to begin with. And it was correct for a short time, which is generally how we look at someone's suitability for a penta in human design, right? We would say, well, this isn't probably the most comfortable environment for you, but for short periods of time or for experience, it might work really well. And that's exactly what my experience was in this coaching team. So for short periods of time, in my case, the short period of time was three years. Although short periods of time could be shorter than that or could be longer than that. There's no like time limit, right? Um, and while you're learning or gaining valuable experience, it might feel correct. And once you've gotten to a point where you feel like, actually, I, I'm not learning or I'm not getting the experience anymore, um, that that's when it might start feeling like it's no longer the right place for you. And looking at my design, like I am not really built to be super comfortable long term in the Penta. So it's not at all surprising that even in this team where I had thrived and had so much fun and learned so much for a period of time that there came to a natural end. There's another layer here in that, like I said, we went from a penta to what would be called a wa or an OC16. This is when the group is more than nine. Um, there's another transorg form, a different type of group. And that type of group does take in the whole of our design, but in a different way. And I'm also not really built for a large organization. But there are some people who might feel really uncomfortable in a small team, but when it grew to that size, actually be like, oh, well, now I'm hitting my stride and I feel good here. So there are different layers of you know, things to consider, um, which is absolutely something that uh, can be touched on in a human design decode session with me. If you're like, I want to know my ideal work environments, um, at least to understand myself better and to contextualize for yourself your past experiences and the experiences you look for, look for going forward. In any case, um, my experience in the group was great until it was no longer correct for me. And I, when I look back, it was the size of the group changing as well as the fact that I had probably learned as much as I was going to learn in that position. And my 
single definition, manifesting generator, so <laughs> independent assimilation, like quick moving, you know, one three that I am, when I'm no longer learning anymore and I feel like being in a group or a team is slowing me down and it's not allowing me to be the individual that I am because I have a ton, a ton of individuality, especially in the integration circuit for the human design nerds out there, which basically just means that I like to do things my own way. And of course, whenever we're in a team, there's some room for doing things your own way, depending on the setup of the team. But then there's a lot of compromise that has to happen, especially if you're not the one leading the team. So people with a lot of, I want to do things my own way energy (laughs) might also feel like trapped or confined or like they can't fully be who they are. Um, inside a team long term. And learning all of this through human design really helped me to be like, there's nothing wrong with me, which is one of the things I love the most about human design, right? It gives us this permission to understand who we are, to know our strengths, and to know when it's not a, a question of like, I should have tried harder or how come other people can thrive here or don't seem to mind all the meetings, but like for me, they're frustrating and I'm just like, I'm done. And we need all of it, right? Some people are absolutely here to be part of a team and to collaborate with others. And that's where your magic and your energy and what you contribute shines. And some people aren't. And that's okay. (laughs) And that I feel like is human design in a nutshell, but like coming from the teamwork aspect. And, And again, I'm not sharing any of this to limit me or you, right? Human design is here to give us permission and to draw awareness and to help, I think, us figure out how we can use our superpowers um, in the world that we live in and the work that we're doing, okay? And so just because I'm, for example, made to work alone best, okay? I'm not made for small teams. I'm not made for a large organization. And partnerships can work, but only if it's the right partner. And I have a lot of freedom to be who I am and move at my own pace. So I'm basically made to work alone. That doesn't mean that I can't be part of teams, right? Like I... I had a great experience as part of this coaching team and another opportunity like that might show up in the future and be an uh uh-huh. And it also helps me to realize that like when that's run its natural course, that's normal. I don't need to beat myself up for it. If I'm starting to feel constrained or frustrated or whatever it is, it's normal. (laughs) And if I am in that experience in in those environments now, that I can advocate for what I need Um, And communicate that so that it works as best as possible, right? Like um, I have been in the past year working as part of um, a team in somebody else's business doing marketing and copywriting and sales and stuff for, for, for their business. And the way that we had set up our work together was really more that I was in partnership with the business owner. Um as like a consultant on retainer, basically. And I wasn't really involved with the actual team on the business. I wasn't going to team meetings. I wasn't responsible for, you know, like going, like being directly in contact and working with the rest of the team. 
And I got to work on my own, at my own pace, in collaboration, so in partnership basically with the business owner. And this business owner did also have um, an understanding of human design, so we knew each other's designs and were able to know what was going to work best um, for us and for our energy. And not having me pulled into meetings with the team um, and not having me like having to go through an operations manager or like do other things, <laughs> again, getting pulled into a penta, um, made our partnership work and made me be able to show up and deliver my best work and made them, you know, be able to show up in, in the best way that they could and like yeah, it made it work well for everyone is all, is is basically what I'm saying. So when you understand these aspects of yourself and even without looking at your chart or knowing anything about the Penta or do you have these like WA OC16 organizing channels that make you, you know, a leader in a small group, in a large group rather, even without going into all of that, like just close your eyes and think back on group projects in school teams you've been a part of in your um like corporate life or you know work life teams or partnerships that you've been a part of in your business um and how have they felt what kinds of things worked well what kinds of things didn't work well and give yourself permission right to to be who you are whether that's a teams person or whether it's not A really great line that I think we can use for everything, <laughs> but let's just, we're talking about teamwork right now, right? Is I forgive myself for judging myself for, I forgive myself for judging myself for being impatient with team members. I forgive myself for judging myself for not being, you know, not wanting to, uh, be a team player and sit through lots of meetings. <laughs> I forgive myself for judging myself for not being able to stick with uh, a team for a, for a long period of time. I forgive myself for judging myself for um, not feeling or feeling, I forgive myself for judging myself for feeling like my all of my true talents and individuality doesn't get to show up when I'm in a small team because that can feel really yeah it can feel weird being in a group and being like I'm somehow not being the whole of who I am but there's nothing I can do about it in that way somehow and that's normal because that's just the just just the aura <laughs> the transoric form of the penta and family pentas are not my area of expertise at all but when you think about this in the context of your family and how when you show up and you're back in your family penta at home with your parents and your siblings, um, that like you might behave differently or feel different, feel some way. Like it's not just the memories of growing up. It's like literally the energy of the family unit changes. And so how you feel when you're one-on-one -on -one with your mom or one-on-one -on -one with your dad or one-on-one -on -one with your sibling is going to feel different than when you're all together. And I forgive myself for judging myself for not always being comfortable when, like, not always being happy family, right? When you're all together, if that's how you feel. Um, because it's just energy. 
And I think that's what's beautiful is giving ourselves that permission and forgiveness. And if you do want to understand your ideal work environment and what you bring or don't bring to a small team, to a large organization, and how that fits in with what you're doing now in your business, the size of team you want to have or don't want to have, um, I would be so happy to look at that with you in a design decode session. And you can book a one-on-one human design session at JackieJohnstone.ca forward slash more. It's the first link. And if you do have a team, we can look at your um, like leadership and the skills that you bring to small and large organizations and use that as a jumping off point to take a look at the people that you're working with and the things that they bring and how they how comfortable they feel and what they need so that you're getting the best out of them, right? That's at JackieJohnstone.ca forward slash more. Hey, thank you so much for joining me for Lumos today. I'm having so much fun showing up and recording these in the snitches and snatches of time and just being able to talk to you um, again. So I would be really grateful if you, if this resonated, if you share it with a friend, put it on your social media or send me a DM. I love, love, love hearing from you. And if you want to learn more about how we might work together, you can go and check out my website at JackieJohnstone.ca. See you next time.